Alhamdulillah 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 ونشهد <تصفيق> مثل أصحابي كمثل الملح في الطعام لا يصلح الطعام إلا به صدق الله العظيم صدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكين سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي دور شيء الله Respected brothers, respected elders, mothers and sisters listening at home. Going back on the subject of Syria, the history of Syria is a fascinating subject. Damascus or Dimashk, what is known today as the capital of Syria, was once not just the capital of Syria but the capital of the entire Islamic Empire entire Islamic Empire that means from the shores of the Atlantic Ocean to the Pyrenees Mountains to the Indus Valley all the way to China in the East and that was the beautiful Islamic empire at that time under one banner of Khilafat and Dimashq was the capital city there is one revived narration that Huzur alayhi salatu wassalam has said Allahu a'lam about this revived but I have read it that Aaf sallallahu alayhi wasallam never visited Dimashq and he said that the reason for that is I only want to enter Jannat once. I only want to enter Jannat once. Allahu A'lam Bissawab. A beautiful city, incredible city, and the oldest capital in the world. Alhamdulillah, we have covered some points of Syria in the five or six, seven sessions of Darsi Hadith. Alhamdulillah. All praises be to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Islamic Empire at that time was governed and ruled by the Umayyah family, the Umayyad dynasty. Umayyah, the name given to that family was after the grandfather of Hazrat Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala. Hazrat Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala's grandfather's name was Umayyah. Hazrat Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala himself was a Qurayshi and to understand the biography of this incredible person Hazrat Amir Muawiyah 
who was born a leader. Such a great leader that like how naturally when we say Hazrat Umar, the word Farooq comes into the mind. And when we say Abu Bakr, the word Siddiq comes into the mind. And we say Usman, Zunnurain comes into the mind. So we will never say Hazrat Muawiyah. Naturally, those who are learned people, they will always say Amir Muawiyah. In reality, he was an incredible, incredible Amir. Incredible Amir. He was also a Katib Wahi. Hazrat Amir Muawiyah's sister was the wife of Hazrat Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You have to understand the relationship which he had with Huzur Alayhi Salam. He came from the ta- tribe of Banu Umayyah. Banu Umayyah is the second elite tribe just after Banu Hashim. All of them were Qurayshi. Banu Hashim was the elite tribe from which Huzur Alayhi Salatu Wasallam came. And second to that was Banu Umayyah. And that is where Hazrat Osman radiallahu ta'ala came from. Hazrat Amir Muawiyah. Hazrat Umm Habiba radiallahu ta'ala anha was the wife of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam, the real sister of Hazrat Amir Muawiyah. Hazrat Amir Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala anha's father, his name was Hazrat Abu Sufyan. Abu Sufyan radiallahu ta'ala embraced Islam very late on the day of Fath Makkah. He was a rich tycoon a multi-millionaire of his time, the richest non-Muslim before that day in Makkatul Muqarrama, a Qurayshi, a leader. He is the main man who financed uh, everything uh, in the Battle of Badr, in the Battle of Uhud, in the Battle of Khandak against the Muslimin. But yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Baniyaz, Allah summer. He gives hidayah to who he wills. The daughter became a Muslimah. The son, it is said that because of pressure from the father, Hazrat Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala, and according to Waqidi, a Muslim historian, he, Hazrat Amir Muawiyah became Muslim just after the truce of Hudaybiyah, Suleh Hudaybiyah, but his Iman was not declared. That is why the khususiyat of Hazrat Amir Muawiyah is that though, according to the Meccans, he was not a Muslim, yet a great soldier, but he never took part in the fight that the Mushrikeen had taken at that time with the Muslimin in the Battle of Badr, in the Battle of Uhud, in the Battle of Khandak. He was never there. So Ulama say he, his Iman was not exposed to them. He did not declare that he was a Muslim. He only declared his Iman also with his father on the day of fath Makkah. So the Banu Umayyah family ruled that part of the region for a very very long time alhamdulillah the history of banu umayyah is also fascinating hazrat amir muawiyah radiyallahu ta'ala an is also resting in dimashq in syria but the sad thing is unfortunate thing is that even the syrian people don't know where his mazar is where he is resting yet a great incredible man such a man that once Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam sent two companions to go and look for Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq and Hazrat Umar Farooq. They came back and they said, Ya Rasulullah, we cannot find the Shaykh and Abu Bakr Siddiq is not here, Umar Farooq is not here. The intention was that Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam wanted mashwira with them. He said that, well, if Abu Bakr Siddiq and Umar Farooq are not here, then go and look for Hazrat Amir Muawiyah. 
Find Amir Muawiyah, I'll take Mushfira from him. One can just imagine, just from the words of Huzul alayhi salatu wasalam, the powerful status that he had. Alhamdulillah, Hazrat Amir Muawiyah is resting in Syria. Mufti Taki Saab, in his book, he has written that he has actually seen that area, the shrine, the mazar, where Hazrat Amir Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala and is resting. If you want to go and pay a visit to the shrine, you have to have permission from the government. The Syrian government has to uh, endorse a letter for you, giving you permission. Only then you can enter that area. The reason for that, perhaps, is that the great influence that the Shia community have in Syria and also in the politics of Syria, in Dimashk, in that area, a lot of the people who come to visit Syria, a lot of them are Shia. And the Shia dislike, they just don't like, dislike Hazrat Amir Muawiyah. They totally dislike all the companies, except for a handful. But when it comes to Hazrat Amir Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala, astaghfirullah al-azim, they talk and disrespect Hazrat Amir Muawiyah in the worst way. And for the security of the mazar of Hazrat Amir Muawiyah, wallahu alam, they say that nobody can go and visit that mazar. And in fact, a lot of the local people don't even know. And it is quite incredible. Even when we went to Jannatul Baqi, uh, Madinatul Munawwara, all the Sahabai Tiram Ajma'een that are there, according to Allama Imam Malik Rahmatullah at least 10,000 companions are resting there. 10,000. And my good companion Faisal and Iqbal are here. And when we went to visit uh, Jannatul Baqi, it is shocking, you have the, the brothers that are there looking after the, the Qubur and when someone asks them that who is this person resting in this mazar, in this grave they say, Wallahu A'lam what do they say? Wallahu A'lam it is Wallahu A'lam we don't know who it is but anything to do with Malik Fahad they will say, oh that is the palace of King Fahad that is what Khadim al-Haramain al-Sharifan has done this is that prince has done that, that anything with the subhanallah the royal it, it all has a title and what bidat can they be if they were to inform the people who come that this is Hazrat Osman radiallahu ta'ala this is Hazrat Imam Malik's mazar what bidat can, what bid'at can anyone do? who is going to do sajda subhanallah and this is the trouble nastaghfirullah rabbi but if you go to Syria because of that because of security reasons they won't allow you and I told you the prejudice that is there anyone who is from the Ahl Bayt their mazar is well intact looked after everything is there the maintenance of it is perfect it's clean it's kept clean Sahaba Kiram Ajmain the others Allah Akbar it is in a very simple way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give tawfiq to the Muslimin who hold the Aqidah of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'at radiyallahu ta'ala and sahabai kiram ajma'in the reason why a lot of people don't understand the status of Hazrat Muawiyah radiyallahu ta'ala and even Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah is because of the influence that the Shia have put on the Sunni Muslims that is why we are in the month of Muharram the fourth of Muharram Mara Dawud Sab did touch that topic a bit if you go to India, Pakistan, there is Sunni Muslims who carry what is known as Tajiyah. 
and they cry and cry and cry. Astaghfirullah. Muslims don't even know what is the significance of the tent of Muharram. And for them it is just that Shahadat Karbala, Hazrat Hussain radiallahu ta'ala was made shaheed. No doubt uh, the grandson of Huzul alayhi salatu was salam ala ayni wa ras holds great, great status. Alhamdulillah the Muslimin have respect for him. But this is influence of the Shias. Ta'ziyah, they cry all along, every time. And astaghfirullah, Sunni Muslims do a lot of the things. That is totally haram. In fact, some of the scholars have written books uh, against Hazrat Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala. People like uh, Maududi, who has written Tafhimul Quran, and who has written some books, uh, and in his books, he has not respected Hazrat Amir Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala. Mufti Taki Saab has written a book in Urdu to give an answer to what he has written. So as Sunni Muslims, it is very, very important, my brothers, that we understand the status of Ashab-e-Kiram. That is why Hazrat Maulana Haq Nawaz Jangwi, Rahmatullah Alayh, who was the leader of the Tanzim in Pakistan of Sipai Sahaba, when his son was born, the first name he gave to his son was Muawiyah. A lot of people hesitate. Do we keep this name of Muawiyah? Let us not forget, Hazrat Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala an is katibe wahi. Katibe wahi yani wahi ko likhne wale. 163 ahadith are narrated by Hazrat Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala an. 163. The main scribe, any revelation that came, Huzur alayhi salatu was salam would call Hazrat Amir Muawiyah. And brothers know how selective Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala is. Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala gave him the post of being a governor of Syria at that time in the Khilafat of Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala. After the demise of Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala, Khilafat was given to Hazrat Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala. Hazrat Hassan radiallahu ta'ala went to him, did bay'ah, told him Khilafat was given to him. All of them made bay'ah to Hazrat Amir Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala and that is where this Umayyah dynasty starts. For a long time they ruled that entire region, alhamdulillah, and they did a lot of khidmat. Must the Dome of the Rock, that is opposite Masjid Aqsa, that was also built by the, the, khilaf, the Khalifa of the Umayyad family. Also the Umayyah Masjid in Syria, where it is said that Possibly Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was salam, when he comes, he will come to the Jamia Masjid of Dimashq. A lot of the scholars say that is the Umayyah Masjid that is there, where the Mazar of Hazrat Yahya alayhi salatu was salam is. We have to understand the status of Sahaba Kiram Ajma'een. It is said that Allama ibn Kasir rahmatullah alayhi has written that one man saw a dream. In his dream he saw Huzul alayhi salatu was salam, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, Hazrat Umar Farooq, Hazrat Uthman, Hazrat Ali, and Hazrat Muawiyah. How many people? Kidne? Six or eight? Huzul alayhi salatu was salam. Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ki saath And there was another person there also. In his dream he saw another person. When Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala and saw that other person, the man who is having a dream, so Huzur alayhi salam, four Khulafai Rashidin, Hazrat Amir Muawiyah and another person. 
in his dream Hazrat Umar Farooq radiyallahu ta'ala went to Huzur alayhi salam and he said to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam Ya Rasulullah this man here he has the habit of disrespecting the companions khab he disrespects gustakhi karta sahaba ikram ajmain Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam looked at him and he said to him that what right have you got to disrespect and to dishonor my companions sahaba ikram ajmain and he looked at huzur alayhi salatu wassalam and he said ya rasulullah i don't disrespect Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, or Hazrat Umar Farooq, or Hazrat Osman, or Hazrat Ali. Yes, I have a habit of saying a few things against Hazrat Muawiyah. Hazrat Muawiyah is Sahabi. Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam looked at Hazrat Muawiyah and said to Muawiyah, "Come here." He came to Huzur alayhi salatu wasallam. Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam gave him a steel bar. Kya hai? Loha. Rahmatullah gave it to Hazrat Muawiyah and he instructed him that O oh, Muawiyah hit this man at the back with this steel bar. And Hazrat Amir Muawiyah was a born Mujahid, huh? born soldier. Subhanallah. The first man, the very first man to uh, make warships sea fleets who attacked the Roman Empire by water and the sea fleets that were made the ships warships subhanallah it is said when the Romans saw what the Muslims had done constructed at that time Nuh alayhi salatu wasalam was the first one that is in the Quran Kashti ko banana and he was saved and Hazrat Amir Muawiyah for the security and to expand Islam everywhere when he came, touched Kustuntunya, and the Romans watched over from the shores, the Muslimin, they were shocked. The technology that the Muslims had at that time, the technology. The Muslims don't have anything of the sort now. Nothing of the sort. Hazrat Muawiyah was the first one. And that is why Huzur alayhi salatu was salam gave a prophecy that those people who do jihad by water, that Jabu, all of them will enter Jannat. In fact, Huzur alayhi salam has said, Jannat upon them is wajib. And the Amir of that entire group of the Mujahideen was Hazrat Amir Muawiyah. In another hadith, Huzur alayhi salatu was salam has said, Those Mujahideen who do jihad against Kustuntunya, Kustuntunya is known as Istanbul today. May Allah Rabbul Alameen Tawfiq there, Istanbul. And Istanbul was the capital of the Christians at that time. Even Kustuntunya, when the Muslims fought, Hazrat Amir Muawiyah was the first one to dispatch the Muslim army towards that. And Huzur alayhi salatu was salam said, those who fight in the war of Kustuntunya, all of them are Jannati. And the Amir of that was Hazrat Amir Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala. Born a warrior. He was such a powerful man that at a very young age when anybody looked at him, his face was breathtaking. One day his own father looked at his son, the father becomes proud of the son, and he looked at the son and he said to his wife, you know what, one day my son will be the leader of all the Arab tribes. 
तो माँ माँ थी क्या माँ तो माँ थी ना मुसब पासपोर्ट वो शी होल्डिंग शी वॉज अरेश एंड शी लुक एट दीन दैट माई सन विल बी द लीडर ऑफ ऑल द एरब्स माई सन विल बी द लीडर ऑफ द इंटायर इस्लामिक एम्पायर एंड हाउ ट्रू शी वॉज and how true she was and this was the dua given to hazrat amir muawiyah by hazrat nabiy kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam allahumma allimhu alkitab wallah give him the knowledge of the quran he was a katib wahi wa makkinhu fil ard and give him status and honor in this world as in the ishara of khilafat and later on subhanallah hazrat amir muawiyah radhiyallahu ta'ala and became a great khalifa incredible waqia it is said that in one area of hazaramaut this man the son of a king whose name is wa'il bin hajar he came to huzur alayhi salatu wassalam his father was a king from hazaramaut he came to huzur alayhi salatu wassalam so that ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam shall i finish of that waqia when hazrat amir muawiyah radhiyallahu ta'ala an hit that person with a steel bar It is said that that person who saw a dream woke up. When he woke up in the morning, he found out that that person who was talking bad about Hazrat Amir Muawiyah in the night he passed away. When they went to see his body, it is said that he was cut open from the back. Was cut open from the back. And this dream, the the vision was by given to this person, and that person who was a Shia was living close to him. So. पूरा पीछे का जो हिस्सा था फजूल क्रैक्ट ओपन एंड दे डोंट नो वैपन्स मैन नोज ऑल अबाउट इट बिकॉज हजूर अलीसलाम गेव हिम दिसफुल Beautiful. Hazrat Amir Muawiyah radiyallahu ta'ala a grand sahabi of Huzur alayhi salatu wassalam. So this son came, the son of this great king of Hazaramaut and he embraced Islam. When he became Muslim, Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam called Hazrat Amir Muawiyah and he said, "Oh Muawiyah, he has just become a Muslim. Now go and make sure go with him to his destination where he has to go." So he reaches home with security. His father was a king. on the way he was on this royal camel and hazrat amir muawiyah was walking amir muawiyah radhiyallahu ta'ala was a very wealthy person he was a qureshi his father was a very rich man he himself had a lot of money but the instruction of huzur alayhi salatu wassalam was to accompany him walk it and brothers know of the heat of saudi arabia in the afternoon it is a good thing that there is air conditioning in masjid al-nabu even in khalid ji and even in makkah al-mukarramah hazrat amir muawiyah was walking when the heat got to him he said to hazrat uh, wa'il bin jahr hajar that my feet are burning is it possible for me to share the the camel that you are sitting on i can sit behind you because he was a new muslim He said to Hazrat Amir Muawiyah, "How can you, a normal person, share 
seat with me. I am the son of a king. If I can't sit with you, then at least give me your shoes so I can protect myself from the heat. So he said to him, How can I give you my shoes? I am the son of a king. looked at him, but yet Burdbari was in him. A very, very wise man. Amir Muawiyah would say, Drinking my anger, drinking my anger, that is my greatest pleasure. Gusse ko pee jana, isse barkar ko inamat nahi. Drinking my anger is the greatest pleasure. He would never get angry. Hazrat Amir Muawiyah walked it with him to his destination. And later on, it is said, when Khilafat was given to Hazrat Amir Muawiyah, Hazrat Amir Muawiyah became the great king of the Muslimin at that time. It is said that that person, that Sahabi, Hazrat Wail ibn Hajar, came to him to visit him and to ask him for a few things. Hazrat Amir Muawiyah looked at him, the same man who disallowed him to share the animal, the camel with him. And he was so scared, he says, Hazrat Amir Muawiyah will give me nothing. Hazrat Amir Muawiyah came down, kissed him on the forehead, embraced him, and he said to him, that why are you shy? Are you shy of the past, what you said to me? Don't be shy. You are my brother in Islam. Subhanallah. What has happened has happened. Whatever you need, come and ask me. I will give it to you. Subhanallah. Great leader. So Hazrat Amir Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala again holds that category. Anyone who dis- disrespects Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een, my respected brothers and elders, Subhanallah Lazim, it is said that his face becomes maskh, a total transformation. It was famously known in the time of Tabi'een that anyone who disrespected Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een, Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala would transform their, their bodies into Khanazir Khinzir. It is said that in Ibn Hajar Makki has narrated a story that in Maqam Halb there was a person whose name was Ibn Munzir. He would disrespect the companions. And it was famously known that he would disrespect the companions. When he died, they buried him. Some of the youth there were listening to the Sheikh who said that anybody who disrespects the Khulafai Rashidin Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een, if you open their grave, the body will not be there, you will find a khinzir there, a pig there instead. And this is a fact, my respectable. It is not difficult for Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has declared in the Quran when the Jewish people uh, disobeyed the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah has said in the Quran, Kunu qiradatan khasi'in. Become monkeys, bandar ho jau. And qirada in the Arabic language means bandar. That is the only reason if anybody has found some bones uh, with some connection to human beings and monkeys, Wallahu alam, human beings were never monkeys, but there is this great possibility that a lot of them became musk in their community, and this was the Jewish tribe. They became khanazir, khinzir, and also bandar, monkeys. Subhanallah. So a youth, a group of people that were there after listening to the sheikh, they said that, look, we know that Ibn Munzir was a person who was disrespecting Sahabai Kiram Ajmain all the time. Let us go in the night and open up his cover. Young people, 
نوجوان لوگ تھے مستی ہوتی ہے شرارت ہوتی ہے بریو پیپل ہو ول ڈو دیٹ ان دا لیسٹ سیمیٹری ٹوڈے وین اے پرسن ڈائز ہیئر ایون ٹو گیو گوسل وی گیٹ اسکیئر جسٹ ہی اوپن دیز آئیز جسٹ ہی اوپن دیز آئیز سو وین یو ڈوئنگ گوسل لوکنگ ایٹ دا آئیز سہارا رو ڈز ناٹ کم مرتبہ آتی ہے and and this group of people in the night they went and they went to the grave of ibn munzir in the night they say when we uh, exhumed the cover and everything where he was buried we saw that ibn munzir was not there but a pig a khinzir was in there and they quickly closed the cover and this waqia is very very famous also another waqia was of ibn helan who lived in madinatul munawwara and he died it was known to the people of medina that he would swear at the companions and when he died allah akbar he was buried in jannatul baqi subhanallah abina bole tumse subhanallah istaliyat he would swear at the companions and for some reason when they buried him some of the people had to dig his grave op- open the grave again when they opened up his grave his body was not there ibn hilal isliye mere azizo sahabai kiram ajmain when it comes to the companions subhanallah we have to stay bilkul quiet and the reason why a lot of sunni muslims have found it difficult uh, to understand the status of hazrat amir muawiya the only reason is and i never like touching this topic one person came to hazrat maulana shafi thani rahmatullah alayhi he was a great buzrug And he said, Hazrat, tell me who was right when Hazrat Amir-e-Muawiyah was in disagreement with Hazrat-e-Ali. So Hazrat-e-Mawlana Thani Rahmatullah Ali said to him, I will write it for you on a paper that on the day of Qiyamah, Allah will not question you on this. Allah will not question you on this. And this is not part of your Aqeedah. So you don't have to know anything. All you have to know for the time being is that both of them were great companions. and all of the sahabai kiram ajma'in are jannati if they had this agreement that is their personal matter all of them were muttaqin we have no right to say anything allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said in the quran wa kullam wa'ada allahu al-husna allah has promised for all the companions husna the best thing for them in the hereafter wal muhajirin wal ansar wal ladhina attaba'uhum bi ihsan radiyallahu anhum wa radu an Allah is pleased with them. The only people on the face of this earth after Anbiya alayhimu salatu wa salam who have been guaranteed jannat are sahabai kiram ajman. And those who are exclusively mentioned like Hazrat Hakim Luqman and also Hazrat Maryam alayhi salatu wa salam and, and those who are in the hadith. The only group is sahabai kiram ajman. So subhanallah al-azim Malana Thani Rahmatullah Ali said that you will not be questioned about Hazrat Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala and Hazrat Ali 
حضرت عثمان رضی اللہ تعالی عنہ when he was made shaheed حضرت امیر معاویہ was holding the position of one ayat of the Quran that you have to make qisas an eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, life for a life because they assassinated Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala and we have to find the perpetrators and take revenge immediately that was the opinion of Hazrat Amir Muawiyah and he was firm on his opinion because he was katib wahi he would write the revelation he was a faqih, a man who knew the Quran he was well versed in the Quran it is said that when Hazrat passed away the wife Hazrat Umm Habiba stayed alive for 30 years and Hazrat Umm Habiba stayed in the company of Hazrat Amir Muawiyah and both of them benefited from each other she was so close she was the wife and Hazrat Amir Muawiyah was Katib Wahi he was there all the time in the khidmat of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam and Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala was of the opinion that we will definitely take revenge of those who assassinated Hazrat Ali but right now is not the time right now is not the time we have to make sure no one takes advantage of what has happened with Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala so give me time and Hazrat Amir Muawiyah was not prepared for that time that was his ijtihad that was his maslak, that was his opinion. And subhanallah both of them respected each other. And whatever had happened, that disagreement was with them. And this was prophesied by Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That is why the Shias totally reject any subhanallah character, good character of Hazrat Amir Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala. And, and because of the Shia, even Sunnis are affected. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfeeq that we understand clearly. Allama Kirwani rahmatullah alayhi has said that my neighbor would swear at Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq and Hazrat Umar Farooq. I went to him many times. I said to him, look, this is not right what you are doing. In the night when he went to sleep, Absalallahu alayhi wasallam came to his dream and he said to him that, what is it? He says, Ya Rasulullah, so and so person who is a neighbor to me, he is always disrespecting the companions. And from the companions, it is Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq and Hazrat Umar Farooq. Mm-hmm. said to him in the dream, he says, take this blade, knife, go now out of your house and zabah him, slay him. This man in the dream took the knife from Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, went to that person's house, his neighbor, he was sleeping, and in the night got hold of his head and put the knife on the neck and slayed him. And he returned back to Huzur alayhi salatu wa sallam, gave up sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the knife. And this person in, the, in his dream was drying his hands that were covered with blood on the sand that was there around him and he woke up. In the morning again, when he woke up, he could hear the women crying. They would do no harm. If someone passed away, the women were the first ones to cry. So he heard the women crying. He said when they went to visit this person, his neck was completely open, slit open from him. This was the blade of Hazrat Nabi Kareem 
we have to be extremely careful. That is why where the Rosa is today, where Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam's Rosa is, it is said that once in the books it is written that 40 people came with bad intention to open up the grave of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq and Hazrat Omar Farooq and they were standing in front of the Rosa of Huzur alayhi salam at that time and the Rosa opened up and that part of the Rosa uh, where Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam is resting all 40 of them went down and the earth swallowed them. That was the punishment given to them. Yeah. And till today, this is written in the kutubs of tarikh, history mm-hmm. of Madinatul Munawwara, mm-hmm. history of the events that have taken place in Madinatul Munawwara. <coughs> Allah. That, that very famous waqia of Allama Salih Amr. And everyone has heard of this very famous waqia. He was Ashik of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, and he would. Uh, sing nazams and poetry in Arabic for in praise of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq when it was the time of Ashura, the tenth of Muharram that is coming. It was time of Ashura. What has happened to the Muslim people, my respected brothers? They say that Allah's Nusrat is not coming. Allah's Nusrat is not coming because Allah is naraz with this Ummat. Allah is naraz of these Gaddar that are in the Muslim community. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Save us from this hypocrisy, from this gaddari. And these are the gaddar that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said in the Quran, in al munafiqina fi darkil asfali min nar In this world they will have 15 million, 8 million, but in the hereafter they will be in asfali min nar They will be in the last category of jihannam. You can't even think what kind of pain and torture and azab will be given to that individual. You can't even think of it. With the Fir'aun, Farahin, and all these kuffar, they will be there. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the tawfiq, my respectable. Just recently, just now, uh, four hours ago, I was talking to a brother, and he said to me, Mali sahab, kya kahu? Ho. I won't even mention any Muslim countries, because it happens that sometimes when you're talking about any particular Muslim country, some people give a fatwa that Mali sahab is against that country. Wala hawla wala quwata illa billahi My respected brothers and elders, uh, I, I, we are all Muslims. Huh? Our nationality is connected with Madinatul Munawwara. Huh? We are the people of Madinatul Munawwara and Makkatul Mukarramah. We are not of any other country. So we have our identity here in the dunya mein, ke we were born there, we were born there. We should have hamdardi of Islam. Our feelings should be neutral. The, the truth is the truth. Wherever you go, haq is haq. And in this Muslim country, it is said, Muslim, when I say Muslim country, 99.99 Muslim country. Right? I say Muslim country. It is said that just before the Eid festival, another festival was played there, which is known as Basanti festival. Basanti, Sunayana? Yeah. Yeah. The kites. Kites. Sunayana? In a Muslim country. Huh? They buy clothes, they wear a particular color coding of dress, and they do basanti, kite fighting and all this, subhanAllah, which is pure Hinduism. Pure Hinduism. It is said that, this man was telling me, and I was shocked. He says, it seems that the Muslims enjoy the day of basanti more than Eid al-Fitr and Eid al-Adha. This is a fact. Then how will Allah's Nusrat come by respected brothers? 
कैसे कितनी मार खाएंगे वट विल वट इज हैपनिंग टू द उम्मत मदीना that was there and when they looked at him he looked at them back he was a brave man he went to them he said that i am a man who praises hazrat abu bakr siddiq don't you think you should join me don't you think you should join me as a brave man he said that there were many in numbers they kidnapped him captured him they tortured him what will, what did they do torture him duniya mein kya torture kar sakta hai what did firaun do to his wife Asia he couldn't do anything what did firaun do to the the sahirin to the magicians that were there he said i will cut your arms i will torture you that you won't be recognized subhanallah all for the sake of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they kidnapped him they tortured him and they say right take out your tongue they forced him to take out the tongue and he says like it is this tongue that is praising abu bakr siddiq yeah. and they took a knife a blade and they cut his tongue they cut his tongue and said now go out and now praise abu bakr siddiq radiyallahu ta'ala he was bleeding and he was a great ashiq he went to the masjid of nabi akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam he fell unconscious on one side of the mosque and he went to sleep سبحان الله رحمه للعالمين حضره النبي الكريم صلى الله عليه وسلم came to his dream and he said to him ya umar what has happened he said ya rasulullah these people have taken cut me cut my tongue out صلى الله عليه وسلم put his auspicious fingers on the tongue and صلى الله عليه وسلم said باذن الله الله has given you shifa nobody can do anything to you he said that when he woke up mashallah the tongue was there सही सालिम हजूर अलीसलाम का हाथ लग जाए मेरे अजीब उसका तो काम ही हो गया ना मेरे अजीब इसीलिए अल्लाह रबालमीन करे कि आप सल्लल्लाहु अलैहि वसल्लम की शफात मुझे आपको मिल जाए मेरे अजीज हो दिन वेन यू इन फ्रंट ऑफ मस्जिद नबी सल्लाम एंड यू स्टैंड इन फ्रंट ऑफ द रोजा यू सिंग टू योर सेल्फ दट आई यू रियली वर्जी आई यू वर्जी डू यू होल्ड दैट पोजिशन to come and stand in front of huzur alayhi salatu wassalam and with your dirty tongue you are saying assalatu wassalamu alayki ya rasulullah and when you read the halat of sahabai kiram ajmain where were these people and where we are the level of their iman and what has happened to us allah rabbul alamin must accept even this our presence there and just to give salam maybe due to the barakat of the awliyaullah or the great sulaha that are there maybe inshallah taala allah accept them he woke up and subhanallah everything was fine allah ki shaan the very next year he was again walking in that area and it was the 10th of ashura all these people were there in the house again doing all sorts of things as they do in jannatul baqi they have nothing better to do than to cry so they were there and again obviously last year huzur alayhi salam came to his dream now his iman is even strong He said, "Let me go and give them dawat again. A brave man. Huh? 
he went knocking on the door, he said, I am here, I am the same Shair who praises Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, don't you think you should join me? <laughs> don't you think you should join me? So, this time, again, five, six of them kidnapped him and took him in the room, but the things that was about to happen was much different to what happened last year. They took him in the room, there was this old man, he says, right, give, let him go. And this old man took him to that same house where they cut off his tongue and he knocked on the door and someone from inside came and the door was opened. It is said that in front of him there was a khinzir, a khinzir in the, in the house, a pig that was there. I don't like the word pig, so I'm using the word that the Quran has used, well, khanazir, <laughs> khinzir. So there was a khinzir in the house. And that old man said that last year a man came in this house and he says we are praising Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq and this pig that you see here is not a pig, he is my son. He is my son. He is the same man who cut off somebody's tongue. And straight away in the night in front of our very eyes he disappeared and we couldn't find anyone in the room, nobody opened the door, nobody went out, but this pig was there. And we are ashamed to open up this door to anyone. We have said to everyone who knows us that the son died, that the son has passed away. But he has not passed away, this pig is here, this is my son. This man, Hazrat Saleh Umar, started to cry, and he says, I told you not to talk against the companion, Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een, and the same man who came last year is none other than myself. So he was shocked that my son had cut off the tongue and the entire event and the story was narrated. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq that we have deep love for Hazrat Amir Muawiyah, Hazrat Hassan, Hazrat Hussain, the Ahl Bayt, and all the companions. He was such an ashik of Huzur alayhi salam that when Hazrat Amir Muawiyah was uh, about to pass away from this world, he called his son Yazid and he said to him that in that part of the room the nails of Huzur alayhi salatu was salam are with me. Absalallahu alayhi wa mubarak. Hazrat Amir Muawiyah had kept it. And on the other side is one hair of Huzur alayhi salatu was salam and also there is one cloth that Absalallahu alayhi wasallam had worn and he had given to me. He said, my wasiyat is that when I die, when I pass away, put the nails of Huzur alayhi salatu wasallam on my eyes. And put the hair of Huzur alayhi salatu wasallam on my cheek. And with my kafan, put the cloth that Huzur alayhi salatu wasallam had worn. And it is said that when Hazrat Amir Muawiyah passed away, the hair and the nails of Huzur alayhi salam and the cloth was buried with Hazrat Amir Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala. A grand sahabi, when we visit the Kaaba and when we see the black chadar, the black cloth that is on the Kaaba, one day when I was sitting in Haram Sharif, uh, there was this Salafi man, Ahl Hadith person, he was arguing with me, he said to me, where is this in the Hadith? Where is this in the Hadith? You want to do this? You want this? do that? <laughs> where is this in the Hadith? These people are all Ahl Hadith. They want hadith for everything. Allah Akbar. I said to him, look, 
that's Chana and Kaaba in front of us. He says, yes. I said, you see the black cloth that is on the Kaaba? He says, yes. He says, find me a hadith where Huzur alayhi salam has said that you must put a black cloth on the Kaaba. So he looked at me. He looked at me. He didn't have an answer, did he? No. He didn't have an answer. Malvi to Malvi hota hai na Musaba. Kuch na kuch karke inshallah kaam ho jayega. Allah rabul alameen ki mehrbani se. So he said, to, he said to me, there's no hadith. But I said, well, isn't that a bid'ah? Don't you think that's a bit? He goes, la hawla wa la When it comes to their own personal matters, it's such a big la hawla wa la illa billah. When it comes to us, it's, it's all bid'ah. No, no. My brothers, the khidamat, the Hindustani and the Pakistani scholars have done, subhanallah. And the love they show for the companions and what they have done, it is phenomenal. Allah has given them that barakat. Allah has subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this chadar that you see, the black cloth, Hazrat Amir Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala and in his khilafat, he was the first man to personally climb and to put the chadar, the black cloth on that area. And since the time of Hazrat Amir Muawiyah, this tartib has been going on. And at the time of Arafat, when all the hujjaj are in Madani Arafat, every year the black cloth changes, every year. So this year when we were there, you could notice those who came before the Hajj, the cloth was different. There was a white garment there, and all preparations were made to take the, the chadar out. And after Arafat, when you go, subhanAllah, you saw a new cloth there. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq. A great sahabi, a great companion. Many things I want to talk about, Hazrat Amir Muawiyah. Inshallah, if Allah wills next time. But Hazrat Amir Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala, a great sahabi, all of the companions are great. We have to respect them. The hadith read to you in the khutbah, Aab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, Mathalu ashabi kamathal al-milhi fi ta'ami. The example of my companions is like salt in food. Is like salt in food. La yasluhu ta'amu illa bi. There is no flavor in any food without salt. Subhanallah. There is no Islam without the companion. There is no Islam. What will you talk about? What can the Shias give us? That is why we must talk about the companion. We must have respect for Sahaba Kiram Ajma'een, Azwaj Mutaharat, and the Ahl Bayt. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, Allah, Allah, fi Ashabi. O people, fear. Fear Allah, fear Allah when it comes to the status of Sahaba Ikiram Ajmain. La tatakhiduhum gharadam min ba'di. None of you should make them a target after me. Waman ahabbahum fa bihubbi ahabbahum. Waman abghadahum fa bihubbi abghadahum. Anyone who likes the companions, huh? that means he has liked Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam. And anyone who likes Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam, the result is that Allah likes him. And anyone who dislikes the companions, then the truth is that Aap sallallahu alayhi wasallam dislikes them also. And anyone who dislikes Huzur alayhi salam, Allah dislikes them also. Now this is a tartib, this is a chain. Alhamdulillah, the Ahl sunnah wal jama'ah follow. And inshallah, if the connection is there, it goes from Huzur alayhi salam to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is razi, inshallah, the doors of Jannah will open up for every single one of us. Wa akhiru dawana. And alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Do shaykh.
اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد النبي الامي وعلى اله وصحبه تسليما لا اله الا انت سبحانك اننا كنا من الظالمين اللهم انا نسالك العفو والعافيه في الدنيا والاخره اللهم انا نسالك من رزقك والجنه ونعوذ بك من غضبك والنار ونعوذ بك من غضبك والنار اللهم انا نسالك مجيبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والسلامه من كل اسم والغنيمه من كل بر والفوز بالجنه والنجاه من النار والنجاه من النار سمعنا وطانا غفرانك ربنا وإليك المصير برحمتك يا رحم الرحيم